Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Danny-son. <laughs> and before we get into this week's episode, we want to ask you to follow us on Twitter. You can make an account. They are free. Uh, and you can follow us at MCU underscore Rewind. The MCU is capitalized, but I don't think that matters. And we would also love it if you can give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. That would be great. Uh, like, subscribe, ring the bell, whatever other things you, you do with podcasts. I think half of those are only for streaming, which we don't do. <laughs> and with that, today we are talking about the next movie in the MCU, Thor Ragnarok, which originally premiered November 3rd. 2017 also i forgot to mention this is only the first third of the movie uh from the start of the movie to where thor meets korg and meek at the 42nd minute and as usual here's our rundown of this first third of the movie in an indeterminate amount of time because we don't really pay attention to that anymore thor is imprisoned by the fire giant surter who reveals that odin is not on asgard he explains that he will uh, soon destroy Asgard when his crown touches the eternal flame that Odin has locked up there. Thor frees himself and defeats Surtur, a bunch of uh, demons, and a rocket dragon, therefore stopping Ragnarok. But strangely, the movie doesn't end there. Thor then returns to Asgard, where Loki is on the throne, pretending to be Odin. After exposing Loki, Thor forces him to help him find their father. And with the help of Doctor Strange, they locate Odin in Norway. Odin explains that he is dying, and his passing will free his first child, Hela, from the prison that she was sealed in long ago. Odin then dies, and Hela appears and destroys Mjolnir. She attacks them as they try to escape using the Bifrost. She knocks both Loki and Thor out of the Rainbow Bridge, or off the Rainbow Bridge, I don't know how that works, and proceeds to kill all of Asgard's army, including the Warriors 3, when she arrives on Asgard. Thor crash lands on Sakaar. He is almost eaten by the people of Sakaar, but he is saved slash captured by Scrapper 142. She sells him to the Grandmaster. Thor also knows that Loki's there, but he is not strapped to a chair like him. The Grandmaster tells Thor that he can leave if he defeats his champion. Thor accepts the challenge, but before he... Uh, before the fight, he's locked up with uh, some other gladiators. A very violent bug and a friendly pile of rocks. I am so happy I wasn't the one who had to write this intro. <laughs> a lot of things happen in 42 minutes. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I... So the movie just kept going, and I kept thinking, like, all right, so we're probably going to get to the, the end of the first third here. Oh, oh, God, no, this is only 20 minutes in. Mm -hmm. This is a lot of stuff. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's amazing how entertaining this is with how much stuff they jam-packed into this film. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely one of the things the sequels within the MCU are able to do really well, right? Because we've kind of already gotten some setup with the characters and who they are and, and all of that, especially this one being the third one in there. So they can just yeah. start introducing, here's a bunch of crazy stuff. And some other characters you already know, like Doctor Strange. He's in it. Yeah. Yeah, and any character they don't need, they just kill. Like the Warriors 3. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Alright, uh, let's move on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh-huh, on my left. Got it. Your work, it's too slow. I'm sorry, we all don't have super speed. Oh, this isn't about super speed. This is about your turtle speed. 
You didn't see that coming? Alright, Al, go ahead. Yeah, I know you've got the list. <laughs> uh, I actually do have four. Oh. I'm sure some of them, at least two of them, you have. So I'm going to steal them. Okay. How many, how many do you have, out of curiosity? Uh, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight. One thing I'm not counting, so just eight. <laughs> okay, then I'm stealing a few. Perfect. All right. Uh, the first movie, or that, uh, the first line in the movie is Thor saying, I know what you're thinking. Oh no, Thor's in a cage. How did this happen? Yes, I was thinking that. <laughs> Good. Yeah. He was accurate. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, the next thing in the How play. How did you steal that one from me, Al? How did you uh... know I knew what you were thinking? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the play uh, with Thor and Loki, uh, Thor is played by Chris Hemsworth, brother, uh, Liam Hemsworth, um, who also originally tried out for the role of Thor. Mm-hmm. And then Loki is played by Matt Damon, who I did not look this up, but I don't think he uh, tried out for the role of Loki. No, he didn't. Do you know no? who okay. plays Odin? I should have looked that up. I meant to. Who plays Odin? Uh, Sam Neill, who's his most famous role is uh, the main character in Jurassic Park, but he's uh, he was also in Hunt for the Wilder People, directed by Taika Waititi. Oh, okay. He was also in Jurassic Park three. <laughs> yes, he spoke to the raptor. He's also going to be in Jurassic Park six, that's coming out next year. Oh, okay. Yeah. And just think, there are six of those movies. Two of them are good. <laughs> I was about to say the exact same thing. <laughs> is it, do, do we agree on which one? Is it the first two? Yes. Yes, they are. Okay. <laughs> uh. um, probably about a year ago now, um, me and my friends uh, were asked to, because we are big dinosaur fans in general, we were asked to write a trivia um, game for this bar we go to uh, about Jurassic Park. They do theme trivias. So we sat down and watched all five Jurassic Park movies. And mm-hmm. I realized, like, I thought the first Jurassic World was good, and I think I was wrong. I agree. I think you were wrong also. Okay. Good enough. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm still going to see Jurassic Park 6 opening night. Have fun with that. Because dinosaurs. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, dinosaurs. But yes, so my next one that I'm going to steal, or my next fast fact that I'm going to steal from you, Tony, mm-hmm. is uh, the different champions that are on the tower in Sakaar, the, the champions. Okay. Uh, so mm-hmm. so um, I actually did have to look some of these up because I only recognized a few. Uh, but uh, of the five of them, you have... Um, or six? Uh, the the I ones have seven, I to. I have seven written down. Oh, God. All right. Well, <laughs> fine. You correct me, as it always happens in Fast Facts. Yep. Uh, so we have Man-Thing, uh, Ares, the god of war, uh, Bi-Beast, Fin-Fang-Foom, uh, Nightcrawler, who is also called Darkcrawler. So this is not the X-Men villain uh, or the X-Men character. Uh, this is a, a Hulk villain. Um, and then the last one that I have, the, the one I recognized at first, was Beta Ray Bill. Um, who in the comics um, originally uh, beat Thor and took Mjolnir. So then Odin 
like after some stuff goes down, um, Odin was like, all right, listen, you, you're able to wield Mjolnir, but Thor needs it. So let me make mm. you one. It's going to be exactly the same as Mjolnir, but we're going to give it a different name, Stormbreaker. Um, and that's the story of Beta Ray Bill. Um, yeah. Also, he was the first non-Asgardian in the comics to be able to wield Mjolnir. Interesting. Uh, you're going to hate me because I also wrote down the Hulk. He was also there. Oh. <laughs> that was the other one. <laughs> oh, but he doesn't have a, a, a face on the tower. Uh, yes, he does. They're building it. He does? Yeah. Oh, all right. I didn't look at that. The one that they were after. Okay. All right. All right. So I counted all the actors in the tragedy of Loki play as one Easter egg. So I actually have more than. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So going through the cast, uh, our new big players. We've got uh, Surtur, played by uh, Clancy Brown, who we've seen in the MCU before, as a Colonel Ray Schoonover, the guy who kind of framed the Punisher in Daredevil season two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got uh, he's from uh, Journey into Mystery number 97 back in August of 1963 uh, we've got Hela who's played by Kate Blanchett uh, from Lord of the Rings, Curious Cases of Benjamin Button and probably a lot of other movies but those are the ones I know um, <laughs> and then uh, Carl Urban also from Lord of the Rings uh, he plays Scourge the Executioner who I guess is an execution in this section of the movie. Uh, um, and, uh, yeah, he's McCoy in this new Star Trek. He's Dread. He's in uh, Lord of the Rings as Aomer. He's in The Boys. He just all around nerd stuff. <laughs> I just keep showing up in things. Cool. Yep. Uh, we've got Scrapper 142. Um, spoiler alert. She's Valkyrie. Uh, although neither of those is her real name, is it? <laughs> no, no, there, there's no way that is right. Cause they, they call her Valkyrie cause she is spoiler alert, the last of the Valkyries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I guess we don't actually know her name. You're right. Yeah, In, in the comics, her real name is uh, Brunhilde. Brunhild? I don't know. I can't speak Norse, whatever language that is. Um, as guardian. As go well, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but uh, Tessa Thompson was in the not as bad as people make it you believe. Uh, Men in Black International and Westworld yeah. and Annihilation and Heroes. I don't remember her in Heroes, but apparently she was in it. Okay. What was? What do you know if it was like early on? Because. I mean, the, the show got a couple seasons, and then it came back for, like, what, one or two seasons after that? I have no idea. So, there's that. But I do agree with you uh, on the Men in Black International. I Overall, I enjoyed that movie. <laughs> yeah. She played somebody who turned invisible in season four, and I definitely stopped watching it by then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Was that, was that, like, the last one before it got canceled the first time? I, I think so. Okay. I definitely watched like the first two episodes of season three and just stopped. <laughs> okay. It's probably around the time I stopped too. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then we also got the Grandmaster, played by Jeff Goldblum, um, who was also in Jurassic Park with Sam Neill. So probably another reason why he was in this. Um, and uh, he is a cousin to the Collector in the comics. Um, 
Yeah, he just he collects stuff. He they do you remember that Simpsons episode when the comic book collector like collected Xena? Oh yes, I uh, watched that a couple days ago. That was a parody of the first issue of Grandmaster, or um, of the collector and Grandmaster was Grandmaster uh, or the collector wanted to collect them, and the Grandmaster wanted to take them all out and make them fight in the contest of champions. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. That is so awesome. Yep. <laughs> um, we are on the planet of Sakar. Al, do you know where we've seen uh, or heard of Sakar before this? I did not know it was brought up before. No. Um, the creatures who are working for Ronin who aren't Kree, like black creatures that... Um, uh, Yondu uses his arrow to kill in the first um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, they're they're kind of like uh, not exactly zombies, but they're they're like one of those mindless enemy drones kind of yeah. thing, right? They are Sakarans from Sakar, yeah. okay. which is strange. We never see any of them on this planet. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that. Well, I mean, we're in like one city, right? So they're that's true. If it's yeah. an entire planet, <laughs> they're probably just not there. Because it seems kind of <laughs> slave tradery. Actually, they're probably not against that. They worked for Ronan. I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe Yondu killed all of them. <laughs> they were all there in that field. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. And piloting some of those ships uh, for Ronan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So Thor disguises his hammer as an umbrella. And the hammer is what helps him fly. Is this another MCU reference to Mary Poppins? Because Mary Poppins <laughs> flies with an umbrella. Uh, is yes, Thor yes, also is. Mary Poppins, y'all? <laughs> uh, God, I, I really hope he someday brings up a Mary Poppins reference. Uh, well, I mean, considering him and Star-Lord are traveling together after the events of Avengers Endgame. Uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he learns all about Mary Poppins. He might. He was on Earth for five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he was he was very depressed. There's no way he watched Mary Poppins. No, you sit maybe... down and you watch, like, he just, he had Disney Plus, obviously. <laughs> and he just, like, ran through, like, Disney's entire history. <laughs> very confused when he got to Star Wars and saw Samuel Jackson, but still. Okay, all right. Yep. I'll take it. I think that works. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, we get superhero landing number 110. Thor is doing a superhero landing as he arrives on Asgard, um, coming out of the portal of the Bifrost, covered in gunk. <laughs> Actually, he's not covered in gunk. Everyone gets covered in gunk afterwards. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that just comes right after him, or before him however that worked so that he didn't get it yep yep (laughs) all right uh i do have one more uh that i skipped over um the grandmaster's theme song is pure imagination from the 1971 movie willy wonka and the chocolate factory which i'm so curious where he got that from (laughs) i he, he just liked it he really liked it. I <laughs> know, no, but like, how did Earth music get out there? Or did Sakaran music get down to us? Oh, oh. Maybe that one. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Ready to move on to our heroes? Yes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I so, never said you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm -mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Maybe it's enough that the world thinks I'm a hero. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... Let's talk about Thor. <laughs> um, yeah, so when we first see him, he's essentially researching Ragnarok, mm -hmm. right? Uh, I mean, because the last time we saw Thor in the MCU before this movie was back in... Uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. So it's it's been a while, a couple of yeah. years in the, the movies. Um, same for the Hulk, who shows up later. Spoiler alert. What? <laughs> is, is that this third? No. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, spoiler alert for what we talk about next week. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so that's how he ends up here, I guess. I, I'm assuming he let himself uh, be captured. I don't know by who. Uh, Surter. Oh, oh, Surtur specifically is the one who captured him. It wasn't like, like yeah. I'm imagining he was surrounded by a bunch of enemies and then was beaten or something, and then they threw him into this cage. Oh, no, yeah, Surtur does look a little worse for wear when we see him. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense then. All right. By his rocket dragon. <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense because as soon as he sees Surtur, he like says, "Hey, what are you doing?" Like he was surprised to meet Surtur at first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. So, did um yeah, I'm confused. Yeah, maybe it was his rocket dragon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, either way, I think we can just assume Thor let himself get yeah. captured. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, he's been having these dreams since Wanda gave him the dream of Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in a deleted scene, he expanded on the dreams of Ragnarok. How? Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, did you ever watch that deleted scene from Age of Ultron? Uh, oh, okay. You're referencing that. Yeah I, yeah. I mean, I don't remember them, but I know I did watch the deleted scenes for that. Yeah, they have that scene where he goes to, when he meets up with Selvig, he goes, sees the Norns, which are like uh, the Norse versions of, um, I guess, I don't know the word, uh, but they could tell the future. So he okay. re-enters the dreams, and that's how he finds out about Infinity Stones and stuff like that. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. How pissed do you think he's going to be or like how pissed do you think he like spoiler for infinity war <laughs> when he finds out the tesseract what that they have on <laughs> asgard was in infinity stone the whole time <laughs> um i don't know oh, i don't know if he is. would care I, I don't i don't know if he would care right well he's looking for infinity stones but says, to, went out, but he's talking to the skeleton. Went out looking for Infinity Stones, couldn't find any. Like he knows where half of them are. Yeah, that's true. And they're, yeah, that's right. Because he knows that they have that the that one in their mm -hmm. uh, in in the 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 Asgardian the vault. Um, yep. And then there was the I forget which movie had the the after credit one where they were putting the other one somewhere else was it at the yeah. end of thor the that yeah, was the end of thor they... too yeah the aether uh given to the collector 
That's right. And they said it's best to not have them together. So they they knew. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. So he was just looking for the rest of them? (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. He's like, all right, let me make sure we know where these are. Well, haven't found any of the other three. He was literally in the same room as one later in this movie. Because <laughs> Doctor Strange has it. He didn't know that. It no. Was... <laughs> what was he just looking at, like under rocks? Nope. No Infinity Stone here. <laughs> just go to the next planet? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. He's probably just showing up asking, hey, do, do, do you have one? No. Do you have beer? Yes. All right. Well, okay, I'm going to yeah. stick around for a while. Yep, All right. Yep. Then he goes to another planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what do you think um, of this new Thor? Like the new personality of Thor in this movie? Uh, fun Thor. I yes. like him. You like him? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, this this Thor is... So as far as like the movie goes, um, you know, the this was closer to a comedy than the other two, right? Like mm-hmm. this is kind of more in line with something like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, which is fair when you have a character like Thor who's 1,500 years old and kind of knows he's one of the most powerful beings in the universe, right? Like, yeah, there are a lot of other beings that could take him down on a mm-hmm. one-on-one fight, probably. But, you know, how rare is it that that's ever going to matter? So, yeah, he just kind of walks around like, yep, I'm Thor. And it, it just he doesn't have to take things seriously to, to a certain extent. Do you feel like he's reverting back to pre-worthy Thor? Being a little cocky, <laughs> that type of things? Um, I, I think parts of his personality are probably going to, are, are probably reverting, right? He, he's yeah. he's not the party animal like he was before. He's not, mm-hmm. he's not the same recklessness, I would say. Um, reckless to a, to a degree. Um, but he, he wasn't like, hey, the... I'm trying to remember what it was exactly. The ice giant, frost giants showed up and and did something. So then they're like, well, let's just go kill a bunch of them, I guess. Uh, I don't think he would do that again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Do do you think? I don't think he would, but I think he's starting to get cocky. Especially, like, uh, he says in this, like, that's what heroes do. She's like, he's, now he, like, he's been with the Avengers for a little while. He thinks he's a hero. <laughs> Which he is I mean, a hero, he... but hmm. like Captain America wouldn't call himself a hero. Well, no, but a lot of people call Captain America a hero. Yeah. Uh Iron Man, Tony Stark, he calls himself a hero and a lot That's of other true. things. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. I wish we saw like I... Uh, well, well, I think we're going. To, I'll talk about that in section two. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, and I was about to say, uh, Banner. I don't know if he would call himself a hero or not. He he probably wouldn't, because of the amount of damage the Hulk has done. Oh yeah, but that's no. That's he definitely thinks things. he definitely thinks that he is not a hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we get an epic uh, Mjolnir scene. Mjolnir, Mjolnir scene. My tongue just doesn't work that way. <laughs> Same year. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, he has a big Mew scene. Um, I am so glad that like the, the hammer is going to get destroyed. We get like a really good scene just featuring what the hammer can do. 
which we I don't think we really got in the first two Thor movies. Yeah, you know they, they there's a lot of talk of the hammer, but there's never a lot of like showing off the hammer. It's mm-hmm. it's usually showing off Thor, right? And then him wielding the hammer. So it's you know this movie it definitely says and actually calls it out very specifically i forget if it's in this section or the next um that losing this hammer was like losing a best friend to thor yep. it's true poor thor mm-hmm. do you have any items al that if you lost it would be like losing a best friend nope yeah neither do I. uh we're talking about inanimate objects right Yes, I don't count okay. people or animals as objects. Just making sure. <laughs> Just making sure. No. <laughs> no, I'm I'm pretty detached from things. I would be like, uh, well, that well, is that sucks. expensive. That sucks. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, I'm like, like, look at that. Nope, I have nothing. I don't know, best friend. I do have one, piece, one item that is very sentimental to me, which I've had the same... Uh, like, bookmark that i got from my grandfather since i was seven years old and like i once i lost it and kind of freaked out like really pissed off at myself and i found it (laughs) but i don't think he's a best friend (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. also if my sister who i didn't know about showed up and destroyed it i'd be like what the hell (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) that's that's fair Mm -hmm. yep Um, let's see. Uh, so he goes back to Asgard, right? Mm-hmm. And even when I first saw this movie, I thought he made the dumbest mistake, which he did, kind of. He put the crown of Surtur in the same room as the flame that he needs to he needs to put it in to destroy Asgard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I go back and forth on thinking if that was a good or a bad idea. Um, On one hand, it's Asgard. It's incredibly safe of a place, right? Like how many beings are going to be able to make it in there? Also, Surtur specifically is the one who has to put the... the, Or someone, I guess, has to put the the crown on there. Not Surtur specifically, never mind. Um, So, I mean, step one break into the Asgardian vault. That's already a pretty high task. Then again, of the previous two Thor movies, we've seen that happen twice. So, <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe it's not the the actually the best. Yeah. And also the wrong person has been on the throne for the last 2 years and then a wrong person's about to get on the throne. Um he doesn't know this yet. But <laughs> in a few like a few hours. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, yep, yep. You've convinced me, Tony. Bad idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, send it to Earth. <laughs> Let Tony lock it away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or something else. Uh, maybe don't give it to the collector uh, as another thing. Um, then again, that might not be the worst idea. Yeah. Throw it into a sun. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All better ideas than putting it. <laughs> I'm assuming, like, in the next, like, display case over from the flame. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just just don't be that. Don't don't. Ugh. Where if someone like accidentally trips, it goes in mm-hmm. there. <laughs> exactly, that would be bad. All right. Um, I don't have anything else for Thor on Asgard. 
same. I mean, we really just had the one scene, right? Him calling out yeah. Loki and then moving yeah. on. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when he meets with um with uh Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. his reaction is so Earth has wizards now. I want Strange's reaction to be, "Do you see a hat? I'm a sorcerer." <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, that would have been great. Yep. But but uh this was uh, So the entire scene with with Doctor Strange was mm-hmm. was basically him like com- continually using his powers and kind of disorienting Thor. Yeah. So uh it it was mainly just him um wanting to show off his power, I guess, uh to convince Thor not to fight him. <laughs> so <laughs> So I'm I'm guessing yeah, that line would have been would would have taken away from that. Uh, that would have been great. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. So, anything else about Doctor Strange? Really, <laughs> nothing uh, of substance. I think really <laughs> happens with him. It's cool to see him. It it is. Um, there are a couple of things that I noticed. Um, he honestly, he just wants Loki off planet. That's it. Yeah. Like he knows how powerful both. Thor and Loki are probably as guardians in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so he just he just wants Loki gone. He's not going to try to kill him, uh, especially because that would also probably anger Thor. So let's let's avoid that whole thing. Get him off planet. Um, but there were a couple of things. Doctor Strange knew that Loki was adopted. Is that is that common knowledge now? Or hmm, <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if like after uh. Avengers, like the events of the first Avengers movie, like Tony what did had to do a press conference. Thor was already gone. Was like, yeah, that blonde guy, he helped us out. Yeah, he was, uh, because people knew, like Selvig knew that he was brother to Thor. So mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, but they're adopted, so it's not that big a deal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, All right, that makes sense. I mean, I guess yeah, at some point they'd have been like, yeah, like like the actual Norse mythology. Granted, the Norse mythology in the MCU is going to be different from ours in, in real life, but um, you know, in that one, they're like yeah, the guy named Thor with the hammer. Yep, just like the Norse god, god of thunder. Also, Loki, his brother. It's okay, adopted. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. Um. So another thing that Doctor Strange uh, mentioned. Uh, when he was talking to Thor, uh, was like, yeah, your uh, your father, Odin, was very adamant that he uh, should be left alone. Mm-hmm. So Doctor Strange and Odin spoke. So, like, were they friends? Or was Odin, like, just as cryptic? He was like, hey, Strange, I'm around. Don't tell anyone where I am. I'm just, just hanging out. I'm retired now. Bought a I cottage. Mean, I'm wondering if, like, the Sorcerer Supreme, that's the title, not necessarily Strange, is like known to the the All Father. Like he did a lot of stuff on Earth. Sorcerer Supreme has been a part of Earth for probably thousands of years. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's like, my son used magic to put me under a curse. Just FYI, might come looking for me later. I don't want to go. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a good point. I mean, yeah, I guess. I guess maybe Strange has like some magic way to know where there are magic people in the area or powerful people. I I don't know. I I'm just kind of guessing there. I bet so. I think that's part. He says that's part of his job is to keep mystical threats. And it's like mm-hmm. Loki's definitely a mystical threat because he has magic. Yep. I don't think Thor. I mean, unless the lightning is magical. 
But like Odin probably has magic, maybe. No, he they learned their magic from their mother. Uh, I was going to bring this up later as as a whole separate thing in that twelve percent. We can talk about it now, but <laughs> so sure, let's talk about it now because uh, this, this matters to all of them. What is the power level of an Asgardian? Like, do do all Asgardians get some sort of power? Only some of it, like Thor, being the god of thunder. Like, where where did he get that thunder power? from like do they do they choose their name after they really like something like we, we were just making like, fun of the inhumans <laughs> for the past couple of weeks right they're like yeah let's let's choose our name and then we'll get our powers and hope that the powers relate to that or is it the opposite with the asgardians like all right if you could become really powerful you become the god of this thing i guess um loki uh growing up being an ass decided mm-hmm. to be um the god of mischief well, yeah, but he learned his magic from his mother. That's what uh, he, we he talked about in the Loki TV show. Ah, uh, yeah. And she's because she's was raised by witches. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Go ahead. So separately from this, I, I guess another question that I had, kind of related to that, is: Are they are all Asgardians also just as tough? Right, like because we meet Valkyrie in in mm-hmm. this right Scrapper one forty two, um, who is. And as guardian, and they said that she's tough to kill and or whatever, all that yeah. that kind of stuff that that shows up later. So, are all as guardians just like as tough, or have like this by default? They're they're a lot tougher. Like like all of those as guardians that Hela kills in this first sort of the movie, right? When she just mm-hmm. shows up and there and starts killing a bunch of people, or are they just yeah? I by think def- they're okay. just as tough. I mean, we know that. That history professor who was an Asgardian in Age of Agents of Shield, God, oh, yeah. Age of Shield, um, <laughs> he at least had super strength and uh, super long life. He probably had super like resilience or whatever you call that durability. Okay, that's true. Yeah, you're right. You probably did. Uh, we never saw him test that, <laughs> but okay, that works for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And we know that even though Loki isn't like Thor, like power level like Thor, he's bulletproof. He gets shot by a bunch of people in Avengers, like when he arrives and it just bounces off him. I was always curious about that. If that was him or like his armor or or what, because he wasn't like shot in the face, right? It, it was it was like bouncing off of something. Yeah, I don't know, honestly, but. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't even flinch, really. Yeah. All right, that's just one of those things. But uh, yeah, the, the whole power level of Asgardians in general always felt weird to me because, like, the, just you've got like the basic stuff, like you you mentioned, right? Like strength, uh, longevity, just living longer, mm-hmm. being tougher, being able to take more damage. But Thor commands, I, I guess, lightning, but also thunder uh, because yes. of that. Um, I don't, I don't know if. He learned magic? Is that magic? Where does that come from? Uh, as far as we can... T- mm-hmm. I mean, it may be, like, genetic, because there's something different about Odin. That's true. Yeah. And and because we don't see anyone else doing cool powers stuff. Um, yeah. Except maybe Lorelai? from agents of shield when she showed up for that episode um i don't remember how she commanded people like maybe that was a kind of magic too 
Hmm. Well, I mean, like, this wouldn't be true in the MCU because of what they're doing with Enchantress now uh-huh. that she's a variant of Loki. But in the comics, she's the sister to the Enchantress. Um, So they're both witches. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. So, so it sounds like we have a mixture of alien race plus magic users plus mm. something genetic. Yeah, I mean, for all we know, they might be just like the mutants or inhumans of Asgard. <laughs> and and as a result, um, like it's just the one family. Yeah. Uh, that has that mutation. Okay. Or very right. few. Like in the comics, there are more Asgardians with powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like here we get one Asgardian with powers, one frost giant with magic, <laughs> and Hela, apparently she gets her powers from her horns, which I only learned from the What If show. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, separately, we do have Heimdall. He can see everything. That That's his yeah. power, specifically. Yep. Yeah, so... Right. Maybe it's just like the ruling class, but they don't make everyone else work in the mines. <laughs> <laughs> Way better than the Inhumans. Okay, all right. Yep. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, so uh, in the course of a few hours, he finds out that Loki's alive, his dad dies, mm-hmm. he finds out he has an evil sister, and he loses his best friend, the Hammer. That's rough, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean that that afternoon um was just like a friggin' roller coaster of emotions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh you know, given this part like just this part of this movie, that explains his attitude in Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Right? Cuz we we've got just this first third of this movie where this stuff happens. And then at the end, by the end of the movie, you know, things kind of you know, up and down. There there's some pro cons there. Um uh, <laughs> but you know, still the cons really suck for him. Yeah. Uh, then there's what happens in Infinity War. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so that, that, that that's yeah. really going to mess with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally understand why he's that way in Endgame. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, like like the, the movie starts and he literally sees his best friend and his brother actually die. His brother mm-hmm. died again. <laughs> he yeah. probably knows he's not coming back this time. Yeah, and then like, well, but little does he know. <laughs> well, okay, there's that. <laughs> and then also, you're forgetting the end of this movie. Uh, his home gets destroyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wasn't gonna call out spoilers uh, well, for more spoilers. I'm assuming. But... <laughs> I'm assuming people have seen this movie. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Although That's... I say this every time we watch a movie anyone's watching this movie 42 minutes at a time just to watch it with us please let us know because i find that fascinating <laughs> yes i i have some questions uh, the first one is why and and then a couple based off of that but okay <laughs> um so uh yeah hello shows up ruins his day more <laughs> mm-hmm. um and then uh yeah, she gets knocked out and lands on Sakaar. It's almost sad how he instantly calls for Mjolnir. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I mean, he's so used to being able to do that. Mm-hmm. 
it's it's like every time I sit down to use a Mac for something and I start using all the shortcut keys on the mm-hmm. keyboard that are for Windows. I'm like, oh no, I can't I can't do this very quickly. I have to use the mouse now. Yeah, yeah. No, I know it's... exactly what he's thinking. He has to punch yeah. now. Ugh. I really hate that uh, we have PCs. Everyone at work has a PC except for the principal who won the Mac. So she's the only one who has a Mac. If something goes wrong, I have to do... Like, I know how to do it, but I have to, like, actually think about it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's, exactly. That's like uh, Thor without his hammer. <laughs> exactly. Now he has to think about punching. And um, probably not flying. I don't. I don't remember... He, he, he can't. I guess he can, he can that's jump. Right. Yes, that's right. We do see him jumping really high at uh, at the Later. end of this movie. So yeah. okay. <laughs> um, and I know you're gonna bring it up. You've talked about this offline before. Al, mm-hmm. what's your opinion on Thor getting knocked out by being electrocuted? <laughs> I think it's really stupid that a guy who commands. Thunder, well, light, lightning, and as a result, thunder. Uh, no, he can. He commands thunder and sparkles. <laughs> okay, sure, sparkles. Still a lot of electricity. Got to has to run through your body for that. Uh, God, so stupid. I I hated that part. Like they could have done something else. It didn't have to be that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes no sense whatsoever to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Basically, yeah, I mean, you <laughs> Yeah, I mean, honestly, if it were something else, like like a pulse or something, they could have just sci-fied it away as like anything you want to say. But listen, mm-hmm. this is just some other technology, and it knocks him out. Perfect. That makes sense enough sense to me that I can I can take it. The fact that it's electricity, that one, that one's too far fetched. Yeah. But yeah, he's captured and. Uh, I mean, everything that happens with the Grandmaster, I think we should bring up with the Grandmaster. Just, All right, just that sounds good. Literally strapped to a chair. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot. Um, other than, you know, he... <laughs> other than the part where uh, he calls Loki over and he sees him. Um, and then he's he's immediately calling out all of Loki's lies to the Grandmaster. That was great. Yeah. The Grandmaster <laughs> didn't seem to care. Because, you know, Co- Loki's very charismatic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it worked for him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it worked so well, he's the first antagonist to get his own show. <laughs> That's true. He is. <laughs> uh, should we just and shift over se- to... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. And then the second one hasn't gotten a show yet, but it will happen. <laughs> the second most charismatic? Oh, no, the second antagonist to, to get a, a show. Oh. Um, uh, Agatha Harkness. Oh yes, I did forget about that. I was like, I was thinking the second most charismatic person. It's like Killmonger's dead because <laughs> he's definitely the second I, most charismatic, in my opinion. Really, I I'd have to think about that to be honest. He he is very charismatic, but uh, huh, not Tony. I mean, no, he's just so full of himself that it takes it away. Yeah. Also, though he does stupid stuff like in Ultron, he's never the antagonist. <laughs> that's true yes all right we okay second most charismatic antagonist all right yeah, yeah. I, I i ignored the antagonist i i was just taking these things separately anyway yeah i've got nothing else for thor in that part does thor show up anywhere else uh just right at the end when he's thrown into uh yeah to do a okay. weird circle 
Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a freaky circle. And is <laughs> Yep. Exactly. And he gets a new name. Doug. Hello, new Doug. <laughs> Alright. Uh Loki. Yeah, Loki. Um He doesn't he doesn't care that everyone knows he's a frost giant now. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. It, he's right in the play. Doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you gotta you gotta bring out the the story. You know, his struggles, him becoming mm-hmm. the hero. This is his hero's journey, uh, and then unfortunately well, he dies at the end, sacrificing yeah. himself to save Thor. So he's like, though, although he was a frost giant, he overcame that to become a hero of Asgard. Uh, I've, mm-hmm. If only Maximus could have done that. <laughs> If only, yeah. If only this guy, this inhuman, whose inhuman power was turning him human, <laughs> could have overcome that. Oh, the to actually be is a good in woman. inhuman. Uh no, we we made something up. Too human. He became a too oh, yes. human. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. We used it for one episode and never again. I only nope. know that because that was the title of an episode we just just recently released. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, he might have actually been a good ruler. I don't know. Uh, Maximus, Maximus specifically. Yeah. Loki, I also have no idea. I, I mean, to be fair, we see him. He's not watching a play. I I don't know. Like, the nine realms are him. in chaos, according to Thor. Um, he's mm-hmm. jerked to Heimdall. <laughs> that's true. Heimdall is still out there because that's pretty much the one person who would immediately know. Yeah. Uh, that that's Loki. You're right. Mm-hmm. So that's a threat to his rule. It's true. Um, he lost Odin two times from Shady Lakers, Acres and from life. <laughs> that's true. I don't know if the second one counts. That's it that's not counts. Fair. Oh, okay. All if right. he if he didn't uh, put Loki there or take over Odin's spot, Odin probably would have died at least more prepared. <laughs> Odin would have helped them at least know, hey, just a heads up, how it's coming, there's this and that. Um, this is actually what Ragnarok is, by the way. Let me let me give you a bunch of details on what Ragnarok is. Um, instead of giving the one line uh, he does before he, he just croaks. Uh, yeah, you're right, okay. I don't know, Odin doesn't seem like the, the kind of person to be helpful. He seems more of the, the wise grandfather figure. Yeah, I... I think his plan was always to fill Thor in when Thor became king and just never happened. And then he literally <laughs> saw him with like 30 seconds left. Yeah. Oh, okay. Almost I guess time for me to turn into dust. Yeah. It's not like he had all this time to write things down or something on no. earth. You can't write things. No. You can't write important stuff like this down. You have to tell them in person your dying breath. Like Yoda. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and when I uh, plan to give people my password manager's password. All right, here you go. <laughs> On my deathbed. I'm not going to yep. write this down. Yep. <laughs> Here's my 32-digit code. Better get it right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. This is what's capitalized. This is what's not. There are spaces, by the way, just so you know. Okay. <laughs> Death. Anyway. <laughs> So that was Loki. Um, mm-hmm. He falls for 30 minutes at some point. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
He's about to kill Doctor Strange, or at least try to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> and then, uh, then him and Thor also lose that fight to Hela. Mm-hmm. And then we next see him on Sakaar. I don't know if you have anything else you want to talk about before Sakaar. I, I don't have anything for him. No, not really. Um, He's good friends with the Grandmaster, though he still hasn't seen the champion, which I find strange. Yeah, I mean, I guess the fights probably don't happen that often because um, yeah, he's only, been there for a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, probably only when someone challenges the champion. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I'm done with heroes because I'm not putting Scrapper 142 in heroes yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. So uh, in that case, let's take a quick ad break. Uh, really late in the episode, I know. And then we'll. <laughs> well, it's the first third of the movie, and so much happened. So before we do that, take a quick break, and then we'll we'll talk some more. Welcome to Baston Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so Stark Raving Hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration. Star-Lord has rocket boots, ninjas have smoke bombs, and both Captain America and Batman have windows. Tony, what is this one thing every character needs? Every character needs... I don't know. (laughs) Exactly. An escape plan, and our friends at Rainbow Escapes can help you with your escape planning needs. They will work with you to plan out potential escapes during your upcoming escapades. And for an extra fee, they can get you the best escape plan of all, the Rainbow Bridge. If you find yourself in a situation you just can't get out of, the Rainbow Bridge will teleport you right out into the Rainbow Escapes headquarters. Just make sure you keep your enemies at a safe distance, or they will be pulled in too. Now, I know some people like to ask, do they call it the Rainbow Bridge because all of the founders are gay? No, you're a bigot. The company founders all being gay has nothing to do with the name. That's just how the technology works. Use promo code MCU Rewind to get a free Rainbow (laughs) t-shirt. Yeah, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. All right, our villains. (laughs) I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Anytime, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Let's start with Hella, I guess? Sure. Okay. Um, apparently... Do you think she's still worthy to hold Mjolnir? Because she grabs onto it. I... uh, 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 So... My assumption is no. Mm -hmm. Um, So so this is one of the questions uh, I had about Mjolnir. Um, Did that rule about being worthy... Wasn't that only added in the first Thor movie? uh, When Odin puts the inscription on it? So... Like, she technically may have never been worthy of Oh, yeah, no, I'm talking about this moment when she breaks it. Like, is she still Mm. worthy? Okay. Or does Um, that not even matter anymore since Odin's dead? And maybe Captain (laughs) America's not that special. Uh, Ooh, that's a good question. (laughs) Uh, I guess we never see it. uh, Yeah, it never... Um, oh, oh, uh, uh, 
Yeah, I have no idea. Um, I'm going to go with the enchantment stays. (laughs) And she just, I mean, she wasn't like wielding it. She was just grabbing it and breaking it with her goddess of death magic. Mm -hmm. Which apparently even transitions to, I wouldn't call Mjolnir an inanimate object because it can fly around. (laughs) <laughs> but it's definitely not alive. It it in the comics it does have some form of consciousness. Yeah. Um because it it talks to um I forgot her name, Jane Foster when she becomes Thor. And I'm they, still they kind of retcon I haven't made oh. it to that far. <laughs> well, since I've already ruined that for you. It's fine, uh, apparently it's fine. part of the <laughs> part of the retcon for why Thor never said anything about it talking to him uh was because he just always ignored it. Like he, he kind of always got a message, but he just was like, but, but no, no, you're a hammer. Let's move on. I think it would have been much better if <laughs> Thor secretly suspected he was going insane. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so she uh, does that. Yeah, she she makes quite the entrance. Yeah, she does. She she shows up. She pulls out her her battle suit mm-hmm. and destroys Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Loki's just like, forget this, we're out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's that's fair, right? I mean he's seen Thor wield that for I have no idea how many hundreds of years, mm-hmm. so he knows. Okay, someone who can do that uh, is not someone we should we should be fighting right now. That's uh that's a later problem when we. Yeah plan or not because i mean we'll talk about it next time but loki's not planning to go back to asgard (laughs) that's true yeah so she makes it to asgard and uh kills shazam and the other guy Uh, (laughs) that's true you are in dc now you can't be here At least they gave them, at least he he had the option to, you know, let his character be written out. Yeah, but, like, that's true. He's in a good spot. (laughs) The other two Warriors 3, I don't know who they are. Like, the guy who plays Volsteg is a known comedian. I just can't remember his name. The other guy, the other guy, um, I don't know him at all, other than these. Um... It might have been even better for them if they went the way of Sif, where she could potentially come back. And <laughs> <But> she will. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, that that was an announced thing, sorta, right? I don't. Yeah, uh, I think it was announced. She's okay. gonna be in Thor four more Thor. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> more as guardians. <laughs> um. But yeah, that you're you're right. That that would have been uh, maybe a little bit better because these are are named characters in mm-hmm. the comics who have a story you can pull from uh but then again it's always one of those hard parts right like okay yes even though you have them what are you actually going to do with them yeah do you just have so many other plans that losing them now is okay okay that's true mm-hmm. plus they're guardians fair, they can reincarnate that's true yeah uh but also considering that this is the third of the thor movies and they really haven't done anything in any of them like they had a little bit in the first movie and a couple lines in the second yeah they all threatened to kill to kill loki (laughs) that's right (laughs) um yeah let's see and then she destroys the rest of asgard's defenses all of them yeah yeah she just kills them all 
so this all kind of goes back to my my uh, question about the the power level of Asgardians, but we kind of already talked about that. Or, well, we did completely talk about that. So, like you said, I guess it's a family thing or genetics in in some way, uh, where they're more powerful. Um, then again, she's also the goddess of death. However, that translates to something like if she chose that name or whatever. So, okay, yeah. I mean, she seems to have caused a lot of death. <laughs> yes, she's caused quite a lot uh, in just her one hour, I guess, of, of being there. Well, back. yeah, but also, like, well, we'll talk about it next time when we find the real history of Asgard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have anything else for Hela? No, not really. She shows up, causes some damage. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, I have one note for Surtur. Uh, it's more of a Thor thing, but it seems like Thor ripped off his face because <laughs> it says it's a crown, but that's literally his skull. Uh, yeah, you're you're right. Um, <laughs> is it is it like an overloaded term? Like, could crown mean something else? Like. The crown of your skull is that? Like uh, yeah, a, the crown of your skull is a thing, but that's like the oh. top of your head. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. It's it's the crown of his skull, but it doesn't take away from what you said. He what you said was yeah. He he just he essentially ripped. decapitated him. If he's been decapitated, yeah, that's all I have for Surtur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he I, again. He was only in the first scene, so mm-hmm. not too much. <laughs> so we've got two more antagonists. We've got the Grandmaster, and we've got Scrapper One Forty Two. Because she's not friendly. <laughs> not at all. Uh-uh. Um, so with Scrapper 142, I know exactly who this character is as soon as she stumbles off of the um, the ramp from her ship. Yeah, <laughs> and then exactly. to kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. She's definitely a drunk, someone who doesn't care, but doesn't have to because of her power level, essentially. Yeah. I've known people like her. <laughs> Not necessarily an alcoholic superhero, but, you know. Yeah, the, the kind of person who doesn't have to try, um, so they don't. But they're still, they, they get by with what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Anything else for her? No, not not really. I, I really didn't write down anything other than her, her basic <laughs> stuff. Uh, which we pretty much already said, so yeah, we can move um, on to the Grandmaster. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum as as his Jeff Goldblumiest. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's probably just what they told him. Like, listen, um, this is what's going on. Just say a couple lines, um, and that's it. Um, oh, I see you've already been to to wardrobe, and he said, "Nope." <laughs> oh, okay. Well, just go sit down in that chair. No, I love watching Jeff Goldblum, just like in general, because <laughs> he's crazy <laughs> in a good <Yeah>. way. <laughs> like we we already talked about the Willy Wonka music and the Easter eggs. Um, I looked really hard. I didn't know who did the voice for the introduction. I don't think anyone knows. Like there's whole Reddit threads about who does that voice. And people are like guessing like Zoe Deschanel and uh, like famous actresses. Like no way. <laughs> Really? That, that was not listed in the credits. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Okay. Well, that's interesting. 
that should have been a fast fact. <laughs> no, it is a slow fact. Uh, while we're talking about the Grandmaster, um, what did his cousin do to be worth getting melted? <laughs> oh God, I don't know. Um, I mean, probably some sort of uh betrayal. It was my assumption, right? He probably worked for him, and then he did something, took some money on the side, and then when the Grandmaster found out, he ran, and then and then here we are. He found him here. Okay. And well, at least and he, he got pardoned. pardoned. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and like he he, you know, he's a like friendly guy. He's given uh, Thor a chance to get back to Asperg or wherever he is from. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Hey, it, more people to fight in his contest. So. It's not like it matters to him. I mean, I we have no idea how long he's been the Grandmaster running the, the contest of champions here. But uh, uh, he's made it this far, and it hasn't mattered, no matter how powerful these people are. He just has a, a couple of champions Yeah, every so often that everyone seems to die when they fight. So it's not like whoever they are is going to be a problem for him, really. Do you think everyone who is on the, uh, like the tower... Is that every champion he's ever had? Probably. I, I would I would believe it. And are they all dead now? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Probably not. Um, I would assume that if they were that powerful of a character, if they just one day were like, yeah, this is good. I'm heading off. He would just say, okay, bye. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you can't beat them. Yeah, what's he going to do? Send an army after them? I don't think so. <laughs> um. Yeah, the, my last note, it's not a bad DJ. And Jeff Goldblum DJs in real life. <laughs> oh, really? Well, I have cool. a theory that this isn't a set. This is just Jeff Goldblum's house. And these are the type of people <laughs> who hang out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they already had cameras set up, so it's not like they had to do any extra work. But they did pay yeah. him for it. <laughs> All right. Um, moving on to the guy in the chair. All right. Sounds good to me. Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people. With abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Uh, Scourge. Um, took uh took Heimdall's place, right? And he got uh-huh. he has a lot of stuff now. Yeah, he does all from Midgard. Yeah. Um, couple questions about that. Okay. Did he like steal via Bifrost? Because <laughs> if he goes there, can he get back if he's not there? If no one's there to open the Bifrost again? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, if he's the only one commanding the Bifrost, then yeah, he uh, he must have uh, have just <laughs> stolen it. So is he like... I'm curious how he, he did that. So he must have... I guess he doesn't have the same powers as Heimdall, 
but he mm. has some kind of powers, right? To be able to to watch and look in some no sense. No, oh. uh, he replaced uh, his uh, high his uh, vision with a pager because remember the sword thing was blinking when Thor was calling him. <laughs> okay, so then then maybe he did <laughs> go to Earth and pick stuff up from Texas. Well, yeah, but he didn't. That wouldn't work because he still had to activate the sword. He just had a friend do it. Okay. <laughs> they switched off. Or he was just like, hey, buddy, go go down to Texas. Uh, steal from this Texan um, to these giant guns. Dead I think that Troy. one works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're bulletproof, they are, it will work. <laughs> That's true. Also, also, if they're bulletproof, guns aren't that impressive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, like, hey, Al, check out my super soakers. <laughs> well, they're still fun. I mean, yeah. From that perspective, right? Super soakers, nerf guns to humans, um, paintballs. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what it is. But then again, yeah. hmm, that, but he calls them Destro. I, I don't know. Did, do Asgardians have any kind of gun, like, handheld other than... You know, because I, I know their ships do, but... Um, well, they have, like, rifles, or their spears shoot things as if they were rifles. That's right. Okay. Yeah. All right, so they, they do have something. Uh, well, they have well they, I guess they just them. work differently. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, he... He has a roller coaster ride career. Soldier. <laughs> yeah, he does. To... Watcher, whatever you call that guardian of the Bifrost, to briefly janitor, <laughs> to right hand to the new to the returning goddess of death. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Very uh, interesting, especially like towards the end of his career that we see right here. Right. Like mm-hmm. we have no idea how long he was a soldier and how much he served with Thor. Um, but, uh, then he got to be new Heimdall for, I don't know, a year, year and a half. Yeah. Maybe the two, I guess we don't know how long. That was Loki my question. Actually, my only note for Heimdall was, has he been on the run since Thor the Dark World? I would assume so. Yeah. Cause technically he did treason when he let Thor go, right? Thor yeah. The Dark World. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And probably like figured, oh, Thor's going to come back and he's going to pardon. But since Loki was pretending to be Odin at the time, he probably just never pardoned him. Yeah, that's probably it. He saw that Loki showed up and took over as Odin. So then he said, I'm going to get out of here. This can't end well for me. Yep. And it's good, like... Was he just by himself in that bit? Well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> All right. That sounds good. All right. Um, other guy in the chair characters. Um, I had some notes for Odin, but we already talked about him. I don't know if you had anything else. I have only one up. other thing for Odin that we didn't talk about. Um, <laughs> well, we kind of did. <laughs> really poor forethought on his part. <laughs> just like, I'm probably the only person strong enough to destroy Hela or contain her. But as soon as I die, all of Asgard is screwed. Just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, 
Exactly. Yeah, that, that was the same note that I had written down. Um, I mean, his first line that he says when he sees Thor and Loki, he says, my sons, I've been waiting for you. He had the time. He could have written things down, <laughs> given them some notes. How long do you think he was waiting for? Like, has he been there for like six months? <laughs> I I mean, I was assuming he was just waiting until after he broke out of Loki's spell. So I don't know, six months, a year. Yeah, considering it's been two years or oh, longer than two years since that happened, right? Oh yeah, um, this has been four years. Okay, so he's had some time. Wait a second. Huh. Thor called Heimdall to leave in Age of Ultron. <laughs> so Heimdall wasn't on the run. <sighs> oh boy. God damn it. <laughs> uh Wait, when did he call it? When when in Age of Ultron? When, he, that when he left in Age of Ultron, he called Heimdall and the Bifrost is away. And he has no oh. regard for lawn maintenance, according to Tony. <laughs> that's right. So the, at the end of the movie, that's yep. how he leaves. Okay, so I guess Heimdall was still around then. Or it's even more elaborate. Loki was both Odin and Heimdall. <laughs> <laughs> I would believe that. Oh, so would I. 100%. <laughs> hey, how oh, Thor... I would love to see that. Mm-hmm. How did Thor get from planet to planet without using the Bifrost? <sighs> Mjolnir. Okay, cool. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I have um, one cool. note for Topaz. Who's Topaz? Topaz is the Grandmaster's assistant. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy how much she hates Valkyrie. <laughs> <laughs> or, I'm sorry, uh, Scrapper 142. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She can't even think of an insulting word that starts with the B. <laughs> Has to go directly to trash. Yep. But she gets there. Booze hag. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> uh, uh, I have a note for Korg. Since we yep. meet him at the end of this uh, first third. Um, I love that he just keeps making rock, paper, scissors jokes throughout the movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he, he said you shouldn't be intimidated by him unless you're scissors. <laughs> uh, and then he he failed to start a revolution because he didn't print enough flyers. So he was beaten by paper. <laughs> <laughs> he was beaten by paper. I didn't even think about that. Oh, it was so great. <laughs> Uh, I, I got to look out for more. I know of one more at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, and I got to see if maybe there's some more. So keeping keeping that in mind. Yeah, one thing about Korg is uh, Taika Waititi, who plays him, uh, mm-hmm. modeling off of uh, Maori like club bouncers, um, really big, strong, imposing guys who have really gentle personalities. <laughs> oh, that's great. And so, not Maori, but I used to know a Samoan guy back in high school who was like, he was like a freshman, and he was like six four. Like, 300 pounds. But he's just the gentlest guy ever. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when you're that big compared to everyone around you, you kind of have to be gentle. Yeah. (laughs) Otherwise, no one wants to be around you. (laughs) That's true. You're just scary. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, All right. Um, That's it for my notes and guy of the show. I don't know if you had anyone else. Nope. And I don't have anything for 12% of the plan either. Do you? Yeah. Uh, I I only had that big old question about the power level of Asgardians. Um, I feel like I'm going to bring that question up a little bit every so often, but yeah. uh, I, I guess we've gotten there so far. I'm, I'm I'm satisfied with 
our assumption that it has to do with a mixture of their genetics as a race, the genetics of a family, and then separately um, just magic in general being a thing. I think that works for me. Or it's at least science we don't understand yet. Mm -hmm. That's true. I'll take it. Also, I mean, uh, in our discussion of, in our alternate reality What If episode, I didn't mention that uh, Jane and Thorging tattoos of science and magic uh, kind of redeemed that quote for me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's good that that he can get a tattoo also. That's well. He might like have, like he seemed to have an entourage. Maybe they had like Asgardian tattoo artists with them. Okay, all right, that works. Yeah, and then she went to a, a human. Yeah, because otherwise her arm would have fallen right off if she used an Asgardian one. Yep, yeah, I'm assuming. Exactly. All right, <laughs> all right, cool. So are we good to close out the episode. I think we are. All right, all right, everyone. Uh, join us next week. We will continue our uh, discussion of Thor Ragnarok. So that will be the middle portion of the movie from minute 42 to minute uh, one hour 31, uh, which is Hela revealing the true history of Asgard to oh. Thor leaving Loki on the ground in the spaceship hangar. And in the meantime, please follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore rewind. And please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. We will also take six, seven, and eight-star ratings if you can find that as an option somewhere um, where those are the max numbers. Anyway, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, signing off. Have a marvelous day.